for the last couple of weeks, we've been looking at um, the, uh, the, uh, the armor of God. Okay. Uh, last week, David talked about the uh, breastplate of righteousness. And this week, um, and the week before that was the belt of truth. And uh, this week, we'll be talking about the shoes um, of the gospel of peace. Okay, so it's the gospel of peace and the missing part of the armor is basically the shoes. And that's what I'll be having, just having a little look at. Uh, hopefully it'll be short and sweet uh, and just to the point. Um, so why don't, we, why don't we pray just before we start? Okay. Heavenly Father, I thank you that um, in the midst of uh, all this, um, all this uh, chaos, Lord, and the, the lockdowns and the, the, um, the frustrations that we might be feeling, um, that we always um, experience and uh, your your peace, Lord. Um, that no matter our no matter the terrain that we walk through, Lord, um, you are there, uh, and that we have faith in you uh, and in your gospel, Lord, and in the good news. I pray that the the time that we're about to have, the few minutes that we're about to have together and with you, uh, are going to be um, that they penetrate through our hearts, and that we would um, that we would open our eyes uh, our eyes and ears. To listen to what you have to say through us, to us through your word. Uh, thank you for people that organize this meeting, Lord, and for their vigilance. Um, for um, for for us, that Lord, that we um, that we're able just to come together and um, and still uh, spend time with you and each other, um, no matter the circumstances. Uh, thank you again, and I pray for this for this time, and I pray for the youth, uh, the youth meeting too, Lord. In your name, Amen. Okay, so. If you have your Bibles ready and um, you are willing to wanting to follow along with me, we are going to open up to Ephesians six, chapter ten. Uh, sorry, Ephesians six, verse ten. Everyone, okay. So I'm just going to read, and I'm going to read the uh, the whole from t verse ten to twenty, uh, just to give us an idea of what has been happening. So, finally. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil and in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the armor, the full armor of God so that when the, devil, the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that I whenever that whenever I speak, words may be given may be given me so that I fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may, may declare it fearlessly fearlessly as I should. Amen. So that was Ephesians. Okay. So as I said, last week we looked at the breastplate of righteousness, a, a piece of equipment that protects this part of the body. Okay. Protects our vital organs, our, our heart, um, our lungs, this, this part of here. And David talked about that. I'm not going to go into that. 
the things that sometimes we can we can miss and we can overlook are the shoes. Um, we don't. The first thing we don't think about we don't think about shoes as the first thing that in a in a sort of an armor um, for a for a soldier. Um, maybe because they're insignificant looking, or or um, maybe we just tend to to overcome to just overlook them. But in this this message, we will know how important shoes are. And and I'll just be honest. For me personally, when I buy new shoes, you know, I'm very protective of them. I say I don't want to crease them, don't want to, uh, don't get a mud on them. I'm trying to, and that's most of us are like that. We know how sh- important shoes are to us just generally. Um, you don't want to, you don't want to, you're not going to go on a hike in your new uh, Air Forces or new NMDs. Although Freddie has done that before, and he lived to regret this, lived to regret it. Um, so for each terrain we know what kind of shoes we need okay so in when paul was talking about shoes um it was it was kind of a, a strange thing to say because but he he had a very he had a, a point to make when he was talking about shoes because in the roman um roman times when soldiers would go on battle um you know they have the they have the breastplate they have the uh the sword the or the whole armor they have the helmet they have the belt so all of it is pretty heavy and without very very sturdy shoes they would very, they would easily lose the stability and um and would, they would not be fit to um to to fight in in a combat and add to that the terrain was we, we don't have they didn't have back then nice um uh, nice you know uh, very like nice roads that they can walk on and stuff no they had very rough terrains it was um it was very um uh, because of the uh, you know that was muddy it was rocky and a lot of the time the battle the the enemy would actually leave um traps in the terrain that they would walk on so they would leave like spikes or stuff like that they they could, that they uh, sort of debilitate their enemy the enemy with so the point is that you need really, really uh, sturdy shoes. So interestingly, the design of the Roman shoes was very, very thick leather shoes that would just, it, it was thick from the bottom and it would strap around um, their whole leg. But also what they had on the bottom was um, spikes at the bottom of their shoes. And those spikes were for them to, to dig into the mud or dig into the ground for them to be able to actually stand firm. Um, while they while they are in battle. So if you think about um, when uh, sprinters are about sprint in the in the spirit of the Olympics, uh, sprinters about to swim, they would have spikes at the bottom of their shoes um, to to give them that that sort of extra stability and extra boost when they're running. So that was the same for um, for the for the Roman soldiers. So as I said, Paul made this historic historical comparison uh, to make a point. He understands the importance of shoes. Or the importance of sturdy shoes in a in a in a life of a soldier, and it's the same with us as Christians as well. We need the we need the sturdiness of those shoes, um, and the uh, the stability and the ease of mind to know that they are going to be reliable enough for us to be in the battlefield in combat. Now, um, I don't know if you guys uh, um, I don't know if you guys um, have ever seen this or the, the meme, you know, where where it says. Uh, mum, come get the groceries from outside, and then you just wear the first shoes that you see, whether they're heels or slides or whatever they are. And uh, normally, like half the time, they don't fit. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have. And you you wear something that's not yours; it doesn't fit you, um, and it's it's very unstable. You you're walking and you're almost like on edge like that, and it's it's very unstable. So that's why shoes are very important. And 
the fact that shoes is mentioned in this uh, in this passage suggests that shoes um, well shoes generally suggests that we will be walking, and this also links back to how um, our walk with Christ and our spiritual walk. And I know Dave T always loves to talk about how we should never be um, happy with where we are. We should always strive forward. We should always walk forward, and that is um, and that is part of the and that's part of our a uh, part of our journey is that we are walking through. Um, with, with those sturdy shoes, always advancing rather than saying, staying sedentary uh, and still. Um, in Matthew 7, 13, uh, Matthew 7, 13 uh, to 14, it says, for the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life. And those who find it are few. So we already know that this, our Christian journey is going to be a very long journey and quite hard. And, and it's not going to be a, an easy terrain that we can just strive through. It's going to be actually rough. So we need to know how important the shoes are. So why, why are we talking about shoes? What does the shoes um, dis display? So the shoes here means the gospel of peace. Okay. Um, when we're walking with Christ, we, we have to, we, we want to know how, we want to know what we believe in, right? We want to have faith that the cause that we we are um, that we are fighting for is something that we actually convicted to fight. Okay, um, because if we didn't, we know that you know if you're a soldier and you're in, in battle, if you didn't believe in the cause that you are fighting for, you're very very likely to to cower away and run away from the from the battle. Um, and that's just the, the the way it is. But if you have, you have a strong conviction of what you're doing, when people sign up to enlist in an army. They have a strong conviction of what they want to do. Okay, um, so the gospel of peace um, is the tr is knowing that the truth uh, is that we are saved um, by Jesus. We are saved through Jesus' death on the cross. Okay, um, if we didn't have this kind of uh, this kind of uh, faith that this is happening, we wouldn't be so convicted um, uh, to keep up every single day in the battle. Because Satan, as like that terrain with the spikes that the enemy lays in, Satan always does the exact same thing he he sets traps for us he tempts us um every single day the battle is getting is getting harder as well um so if we weren't convicted and if we weren't absolutely sure that this is something that we want to do and um uh, it, for faith wise well we would be very very unstable you know what i mean okay so um the gospel of jesus christ is the good news of the salvation that we have in and through christ jesus um when Jesus left the world, he said that he would give us his peace. Um, and a lot of the time, the, the devil or Satan uses this trick where he would say, you can do this on your own. Um, and at the moment, I know a lot of us are going, maybe going through, um, you know, different, different struggles in our lives, whether it's anxiety or, um, you know, work or uni or relationships or whatever it may be, sexual immorality, whatever it may be. Um, the devil always will say oh, that we can do this on our own. We have the strength to do this on our own, when in reality we don't. Um, if you look at the, the U.S. Army, um, they are the richest army in the world. They have the most advanced equipment. They have um, the, most, the strongest uh, combat uh, in the whole world. They spend so much money on it. But if the soldiers of the U.S. Army didn't use this equipment and they didn't actually put on their put on their uh, the uniform and their boots and their their helmets and their weapons, they would they would be nothing. So on their own, they would be nothing. So really, the reminder for us here that the devil will always try and trick us into saying, thinking that yes, we we'll be fine on our own. Um, 
but in reality, we really won't. We always want to go back and armor up like, like Ephesians 6 says. Okay. Um, we have to um, give these things to Jesus in prayer and leave it with him. So whatever the turbulations are in our lives, um, we have to understand that we cannot be doing this on our own. And I'll come, I'll come back to it in a little bit um, of how we can, um, how we can go through this um, as, as a collective with each other. So um, having the gospel of peace as a reminder constantly that he is in control and we do not need to fear. Um, so that because we have that peace always reminding us that he is in control and that song always i actually love i love, I love that song in control and if you have time listen to it and have a reminder of it because that is a really good reassurance um that we cannot be going through this battlefield and this warfare um, on our own and that is the challenge for us is that we we have to face the ability um to leave our troubles with jesus with god um and and trust in him um because the enemy is always going to try and think of ways uh, to attack us from that way. In Ephesians 6, it says, um, uh, the oh, I'm just going to get it up again. Um, uh, stand firm, buckled. Um, yes, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, which, can which, which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Flaming arrows of the evil one. That is our everyday, everyday battles with Satan. Um, you know, and I just feel like the, the this battle that we're talking about is getting harder every single day. Um, I feel like, you know, 20 years ago, it was so much harder to access pornography. Now it's way a lot easier. It's always accessible. Um, sexual immorality is getting so normalized every, in every single day around us, uh, whether it's on, on TV or in music or on, on, in just whatever we find. It, it's every it's sin is just getting... Um, so normal and it's getting uh, so ubiquitous and all around us all the time that we need to actually be more vigilant. Um, in Colossians, uh, yeah, okay. In Ephesians 6, back to it says standing firm. And I'm like, you remember how I said the spikes of those Romans digging into the ground and standing firm? That's what we need to have is that we have, we have to have our feet prepared with the gospel of peace, knowing the good news and sharing it with others. That is the way of us being standing firm um, in our conviction. And that's what the gospel says, is that if we are standing firm with God by our side, we are invincible. Um, and on our own, we, we can never say that we're invincible, but with God on our side, we are invincible. And no matter how, much, how many flaming uh, arrows Satan would throw at us, we know that he cannot prevail at the end of the day. Um, so again, that is the challenge for us, is to let us, is to let, him take over um, our lives. Um, Ephesians 6.15 says, and with your feet fitted with the readiness. And I want to look into the word readiness really quickly. So readiness always means that just being ready. Now, if you're a soldier on a battlefield, you really have to constantly be vigilant and ready for that battle. Okay. Soldier, a soldier would never, or as, as a unit, you would never go into battle blindly. You wouldn't just go in and hope for the best and wing it on the day. You would st study your strategy really well. You would study the enemy's strategy really well before you before you enter this battlefield. And that's what we're doing. We have to know in our lives, how does Satan attack me in my own lives? And in, um, in Ephesians 4, chapter, uh, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 27, it says, Paul says, do not give the devil an opportunity. 
It says, flee youthful lust and pursue righteousness. If we know that there is a, a, an area of our lives where that is giving an opportunity for, for Satan um, to prevail, then that is what, something that we need, we need to work on, is to, to be vigilant and to be constantly ready for battle. Battle generally has, has two um, sort of two views. It can be either defensive or offensive or both. And in our lives, we have to be both. We have to be defensive against those flaming arrows of Satan. And that is by equipping ourselves with, with the word of God, being um, knowing that the, the, gospel of, uh, the gospel of the good news of the truth, and also being offensive, being actually actually taking advance in, against Satan and, and, his, and his workers. Um, and that is by taking the, gospels, the gospel to others. Because if you think about it, Satan has territory. And by us taking gospel to others, sharing the good news with others and standing firm, that is actually us sort of overstepping his place. So that's something that uh, the two sort of aspects of battle that we have to think about in our lives. And the last thing I, we, we, I, I mentioned earlier as well, that when we march and when a soldier marches, they march with purpose and faith in the cause um, that he is, he is fighting for. So we constantly have to remind ourselves, do we really go, want to go into this battle of, of, this, of this narrow road that Jesus talks about, um, of constantly being, uh, being maybe mocked at uni for what we believe in, um, for constantly having to be different, uh, for wanting to share the gospel and maybe being rejected or turned down? Do, are we committed to this? Are we committed to the truth? Uh, do we have convictions about it? Um, and are we willing to go to war for those convictions? Um, so these are the questions that we will constantly have to remind ourselves to be ready and vigilant. Okay. And just to, to, to wrap up the three, the three things that we have to remember uh, of how we use the this shoe of the gospel of peace, we have to constantly remind ourselves that we will walk great distances. The, the Christian journey with, with God is, is a long and hard one. And, nowhere in the bible is said that it's going to be an, it's going to be an easy cruisy um, um, journey uh, it said that it's going to be a long and narrow road um, but that is that is those who choose it will spend the rest of their days with him in heaven so we want to know that our shoes are sturdy this gospel of peace that we convicted by it and we will walk this long distances the second thing is we want to walk without hesitation um, we want to the, the you know the, this fear and, and uncertainty that stops us from spreading the good news to our um, to those who don't have it yet. This we have to get rid of all this hesitation and, under, under, and know um, that we advance uh, because in Hebrews two it says um, so that by his death he may break the power of him who holds the power of death um, that is the devil. So as I said earlier, Jesus came and he overcame sin. Um, we have the, this conviction in him and we have the, the we have faithfulness that he is um, constantly with us. So we can, we can actually relax and know we're invincible, but never let our guard down always has always advanced in his, in God's kingdom. And the last thing is, and I wanted to share with, share with you guys is that we should walk together. So when soldiers in an army or in a, in a, in a unit, they, they always march together. They would never, you would never see a soldier on his own just going into battlefield. They would always go as a unit. And the Romans did this very well. They always advanced as a unit. And that is a reminder for us as Christians and as, fe and, and, and as fellows of each other, brothers and sisters in Christ, is that the battle will get hard sometimes. And whether it is sexual immorality, whether it is greed or, or um, deception or whatever it is, 
going as a unit and as as fellows of uh, in the, in Christ together will make the battle so much easier and it will make it you know having you know accountability with each other and fellowship with each other will make it so much easier so that was the the quick um overview of of the of the gospel of peace the shoe of the gospel of peace and i'm really keen to see um what we what we what we um explore next um uh with um with the shield of faith next week uh, the shield of faith next week with freddy um so why don't we bow our heads real quick and um and pray Heavenly Father, I thank you for the uh, for the constant reminder, um, for the good news, Lord, um, that brings us peace um, in our lives, Lord. And I thank you that um, we are equipped uh, by your word to 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 enter this battlefield. Um, but we help us, Lord, to and to remember that we cannot do this on our own. That you by our side uh, is the only way for us to be invincible against satan lord for him not to prevail you would we'd have to walk with you lord and i thank you that your your gospel your word is so clear to us um, um and i thank you for the good news that it bears lord and i pray that you would give us the courage and the uh, and the and the and the certainty lord that we uh share that that we can share it with others um and uh and give them the good news lord so that they can um live with you um forever I thank you again for the meeting, Lord, and for those who listen. Um, and I pray that um, the flaming arrows of Satan, Lord, would uh, would not uh, would not prevail, Lord, and that you would um, that you would just be constantly with us um, and reminding us that you are you are there to protect us, Lord. I pray all these things in your name. Amen.